Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yeah, and this time of year, there's certainly a lot to look at. There's been... Uh, crazy racing over the weekend and Fred Hastings has got his finger on the pulse. Good morning, sir. G'day, Grant. Yeah, look, uh, we're right in the midst, of, well, we're coming to the finality of the uh, the Inter-Dominion and I'm just so stoked to see half the field in the final comprising of New South Wales trained horses and of the six that are in the final, uh, the grand final in the Pacers division, they're produced from five different stables in New South Wales. Um, it's quite a feat. Um, if we look at the first of the uh, Pacers heats last night, Honolulu Bay went through undefeated. It beat uh, Jack Trainer's Perfect Stride and Zeus Bromac for Paul Fitzpatrick. Uh, Outer Orlando was fifth in that heat. Um, in uh, the second of the uh, uh, heats last night, Act Now beat Bandura and for Amanda Turnbull, only just won it by a nose Act Now. It flew home Bandura. An expensive ego, tough run after Breezing ran third and the Black Prince Ran fourth, Majestic Cruise the seventh, and Wolf Stride eighth. And the last of the heats, Mac Dan was able to win, beating Pete Said. So it's run a cracker for Kerry Morris. Got big points and it got it into the grand final. I cast no shadow for Jason Grimson. Ditto. Uh, pitch perfect. Hammered home into fourth. Um, AG's White Sox and Spirit of St Louis, the Belinda McCarthy pair. Spirit of St Louis had a lovely run. Uh, it dropped right out. I know they were ordering uh, bloods and uh, they're going to get the horse checked out um, just to you know, make sure there's nothing amiss. Yeah. But uh, it was a most uncharacteristic run, Grant. Um, the, the final comprises, and this isn't in barrier draw order, Honolulu Bay was the top points earner at 48. Then it was MacDan and Act Now. Expensive Ego, uh, fourth. Bandura and uh, the fifth uh, highest. Then Zeus Bromimac, Beyond Delight, Pete said so. Naratak Prince, Better Eclipse, uh, got in despite a bad run last night. Spirit of St. Louis, a cast no shadow. Um, so of those 12 runners, uh, we've got Expensive Ego, Bunduran, Zeus Bromac, Pete said so, uh, Spirit of St. Louis, and I cast no shadow. As I said, um, five separate stables. Belinda McCarthy's got two runners, Expensive Ego and Spirit of St. Louis, and then there are four other stables comprising a runner reach. And I think that's a pretty darn good effort um, to, to have such a, a, a dominance there for New South Wales horses having to travel away and then perform over the three heat nights. So well done to all concerned. There are a few other horses that uh, we had that just missed out. So a pretty fair old performance uh, by the New South Wales horses. Fred, can uh, I just can I ask mm. you, because I, I know that you've been around the game for, for quite some time and, and you've got a mad passion for it. Do you think that this is just luck of the draw at the moment from New South Wales horses, or do you think there's a, a slight breeding slash training edge starting to edge its way into the, the sport? Well, look, I, yeah, to be fair, Emma Stewart's got an incredible amount of runners in the, in the base and uh, the home ground advantage, so as to speak, but... You know, we, we, the horses that have got in for us, they're, they're very, very good horses. Um, and even if you look at a horse like Pete Said So, who was a pretty handy little juvenile, um, he's got better and better and better with racing. So, you know, I, I, I think we've sent a competitive bunch of horses down to Victoria and we're seeing that uh, in the main, those that went down there with pretty high expectations have been able to get through. So... Um, you know, we've certainly sent, we, we didn't send a B team, we, we, we weren't there, you know, to, to mess around and we've got the results. Uh, so, 
you know, but as I said, the might of uh, Emma Stewart's uh, team uh, is going to be very hard to toss, but we're in it. Uh, we've, and, and it'll all get down, you know, let's be serious, it's going to get down in many cases to how the barrier draw yeah. marbles fall tomorrow night. Um, you get some of these Sydney horses, um, they get good barriers or soft barriers, and they're going to be in it. horse like Bunduran uh, will relish the trip. Expensive egos, tough as old boots, and yeah. remembering he was first past the post last year, granted, and lost the race on protest. So that was uh, how it all panned out last night at uh, Geelong for the Inter Dominion, and we wish everyone the best of their uh, go New South Wales. Very proud uh, uh, New South Welshman this morning. We had Menangle last night, granted, and of course the feature race last night was the Teeny Teeny Stakes. It was run at Group 3 level. And let's pick up the call of the concluding stages. As they come for home, where the leader, Fairy Tinkerbell, joined now by Total Diva. Be My Rose eases across cards to get into the race. Little Bliss looks for a run in there, clear of Delightful Angel. And what's your secret? A three-way go here. We're going to the leaders. Be My Rose. Oh, Be My Rose has put pay to them. Delightful Angel out of the uh, clouds late. But Be My Rose will go home and beat Delightful Angel. Third's a camera, Little Bliss or Total Diva. They were followed by What's Your Secret, Mini Mine Yet, Well Back Arrow. Bella Star, Fairy Tinkerbell. And the next one. Be My Rose. Sean Grayling for Paul Fitzpatrick. Now, you remember last week we caught up with Sean Grayling and had a chat, and he came out last night and drove uh, a hat trick. He got the last three races. He won with Be My Rose in the Group 3, a horse he trains that we talked about last week on the show. Came out in the trot and won with Royal Glen Ferry. So, well done to Sean Grayling. Uh, also, Jim Douglas landed a driving double. So, well done to him. But our guest today, I thought we'd catch up with. He's been driving in pretty good form of late, and he was able to get the Chockeys in race number four. Fisherman, it's run some pretty steady sectionals. 27-5, they quicken for the first time. Soho Sinatra waiting on a run, trying to stay on Dance for Glory. Shady as and now let's get rocking, gets up towards the outside. Luke John comes up on the inside. The leader goes for home. It's Rock Fisherman in front, trying hard on the outside as let's get rocking. It's let's get rocking, sweeping up on the outside to go to the lead over Rock Fisherman, whacking away. Soho Sinatra, it'll get up and run second, but let's get rocking too good. Let's Get Rockin' will beat second home in the race, Soho Sinatra. Rock Fisherman, kiss me over, Scott. Out yeah, good effort by Let's Get Rockin'. This is a horse that has won a Group 1 regional final, uh, a Metro final for Mick Doltoff. He gave him a bit of a freshen up. He was driven perfectly by Chris Geary. And I'm pleased to say after uh, plenty of uh, attempts to get him on the show over the years, we've uh, pinned him down today and he's given us some time. And Chris, we appreciate it. Good morning to you and well done last night. Yeah, good morning, Freddie. Thanks very much, mate. Yeah, let's get rocking. Look, he's a, he's a nice little horse. He's won uh, nine races now, but uh, Mick's probably found the key there. He spaced him out. He gave him a bit of a, a break after uh, his second or his unplaced effort in the Group 2 race uh, for the Breeders' Challenge. And he, he just seemed to really look like he was really relaxed and, and really happy last night. Yeah, he raced super, Freddie. Um, so Mick's done a great job with him. Um, and obviously, after a little freshen up there last night, he was um, he was really sharp, and yeah, he won quite well. And he's he's the sort of horse that he, he can you know he's adaptable. That was a twenty three hundred meter race last night, and you put him in a perfect spot. It was a gun drive, but he's also just as uh, comfortable over the, the the quicker trip the mile. Yeah, definitely. You know, he, like you said, he's very versatile and um, gives you a lot of options and. Driving horses like that, um, you know, he can do a little bit of work, but he's also got 
really good turn of foot. So, uh, yeah, it definitely makes your job a lot easier. He's won a couple of mile races, but they've been uh, away from an angle. Uh, but I guess that the feature with this horse, from my eye up high in the sky, is that he just seems to relax in running. How confident were you when you got to the quarter marker, given the, you know the, the the fractions that were being run up front? How confident were you when you turned for home, Chris? Yeah, like you said, they went pretty steady early. It was sort of always going to turn into a bit of a sprint home, which you know trying to come wide and make up ground sometimes makes things a bit harder. But, you know, he just travelled so well. Um, even from the top of the straight, always felt like he had plenty left. And um, like I said, he, he's got a great little turn of foot on him. So, um, yeah, you know, once he let down, um, yeah, he, saw, he won pretty easy in the end. Chris, it was one of those nights at the office where you were around the placings pretty much all night. You went down narrowly uh, with Max Shard, where you've been Boppin's flying at the moment, we've talked about him quite regularly on this program, but Max Shard, uh, that was a, a nice performance. He, he was savaging the line late. Yeah, he he was super, Freddie. Um, like he probably hadn't had a run for a little while now, and um, you know, Jimmy's done a great job with his fella. He's, um, he's flying, and you know, he's been you know, consistently running those 50 miles um, just about every week. So yeah, he probably just had that bit of match fitness on us, but... Um, yeah, no, I, I was right with the run, Max Shard. Um, you know, he should improve a lot. Fair enough. Now, you've been busy yourself and you've been doing well uh, over the past few months. You, you're basically back in Sydney. Uh, you spent some well-documented time away in Queensland and uh, you've come back and, and there seems to be a hunger now, Chris, a, a different type of hunger. You know, you, you came on the scene as a young man and you were able to up a couple of Group 1s and Group 2s and, and things were going well. Uh, then you moved away. You, you're trying to re-establish yourself now. How's that process going for you? And your you, you partner and yourself train a small team as well. So you, you're really busy. But how's the, the hunger to, to get back into that top echelon of drivers? Oh, for sure. For anyway, like you said, um, yeah, I had a bit of time away and a few other things um, going on. And, um, yeah, you know, it's just it's good to be back and, and back in it. And, um, yeah, like... I'm probably as hungry as I've ever been to drive and, um, you, know, you know, just start to obviously um, building a few relationships with a few trainers again and, um, yeah, it's sort of one of those things. Sydney's a hard place to get drives and quality drives. So, um, yeah, you know, you know, slowly building a few of those and, you know, it's all about sort of the horses you're driving as well. You can be driving as well mm. as anyone, but if you're not sitting behind the right horses, it makes it hard. So, um, yeah, you know... The more quality drives you pick up, um, obviously the better results and, and hopefully that keeps flowing. What I've been seeing, you certainly haven't lost any of those skills, uh, Sharp has. How many are you and Ashley training? Um, there's only three here at the moment, Freddie. Um, right. Yeah, pretty, pretty quiet for the men. And, um, yeah, but um, three's enough. Obviously, Ash still, um, she works for Ricky Alchin in, in the morning and gives him a hand and um yeah, I'm out here at Cobby Equine um giving them a hand. So yeah, we're we're pretty um full on, so three's probably um not a bad number. I was looking at your stats, Chris. Uh in your career, one in three drives are in the money, a thirty six percent first, second, third ratio. I mean that's gotta be a, a stat again. We we look at these stats sometimes and they, they can be a little bit superfluous, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, for the amount of drives you've had over your, you know, career spanning about eight years, it's a it's a pretty handy stat to have. One in three in the money. 
Yeah, I didn't know that, Freddie, but um, yeah, you know, I suppose consistency is one thing everyone probably strives for, and um, yeah, to you know, get to turn up to each meeting and, and do the best for the connection. Um, you know, no matter the weather, the race, or or anything, you know. So um, mm. yeah, no, it's um, something everyone probably strives for to to try and be as consistent and, and focused and, and keen as um, you know, you do a lot of travelling and. Um, some late nights and early mornings. So, um, yeah, you know, it's probably one of those things that um, everyone probably gets a bit complacent at times. Um, but, mm. yeah, just to, to try and be as consistent as possible. I'm sure the phone will start ringing, Chris. A few winners uh, on Saturday night, uh, the Saturday night metros and midweekers. You're doing well. Just uh, before I let you go, uh, you just mentioned you're doing a bit of work out there at Cobbity. Uh, you'd be uh, familiar with the team that's down for the Inter Dominion, um, Spirit of St Louis, of course, there's been uh, it's been well documented. Well, uh, yeah, they'll take bloods and, and check him out. It was an indifferent run last night. Ego's doing some great things, and just across the board, the New South Wales horses, Chris. How good is it to see half the field of the Inter Dominion Grand Final interstate, uh, comprising of uh, Sydney trained horses? Oh, definitely, Freddie. Um, you know, like, probably something we all know, like being here every week, that you know our racing is very strong and. Um, you know, probably is overlooked sometimes in terms of our free-for-allers and whatever, but it just shows that, you know, across the board how strong they are, not just, you know, the one or two, you know, horses they see on the grand circuit, it's, it's overall. And, um, yeah, no, it's really good to see. And, um, you know, hopefully they can get a few nice draws and um, do a good job. That's going to be the critical thing, I guess, Chris. Those barrier draws, especially Melton, can be tricky, especially if you draw that, that second row. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's probably more like, like racing everywhere now. You know, you've got to have a good draw and have a good run. And, um, you know, horses everywhere can go so fast now that um, makes it really impossible to, you know, to be back in the field and, and make up so much ground. So, um, yeah, like the draws are going to be super important. And, um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be an interesting race. Mm, I'm sure it will. Well, Chris, I know you'll be busy next Saturday. You'll be keeping one eye on uh the TV, I'm sure, to watch uh, how the uh, the New South Wales team perform, but you'll be busy as with uh, your own book of drives and uh, your own work next Saturday. Well done on the run you're having at the moment. You're certainly re-establishing yourself back in Sydney town, and I'm sure trainers are sitting up and taking notice, and really appreciate you giving us some time this morning, mate. No worries. Thanks very much, Freddie. Good on you. There he is, uh, Chris Geary. Uh, Grant, good young fella and uh, yeah he, he spent a bit of time away, had a few uh, things going on in his world but he's uh, he's come back and he's got, as you heard there, that hunger to, to achieve and in a pool of young rangemen, you know, we've got some of the very best young drivers uh, male and female going around at the moment uh, he's certainly going to slot back in I'm sure and establish, establish himself once more. I've noticed too Fred that um with the on the pace segments, both uh, on Sundays and you know throughout Racing HQ during the week, there are a lot of young, really competent drivers coming through, and they're all very well spoken too. They got mm. very level heads on their shoulders. It it tends to suggest that harness racing is in a good position. Uh, look, I think uh, yeah, I'm parochial, and we've established that by my comments about Inter Dominion. But I think we've got 
an incredible talent pool of drivers. I mean, we talk, we always talk about the young ones, Cam Hart, Jack Callaghan, Chris Geary, uh, Grace Manella, Gemma Coney, and so many others, Leighton Green. I could go on and on and on. And then you've got blokes who are just into their 30s, you know, blokes like Robbie Morris, blokes like uh, Blake and uh, Blake Fitzpatrick, Jimmy Douglas, Gavin Fitzpatrick, you know, and there's probably others. Jack Trainer uh, isn't quite 30, but, you know, you've got these, these blokes who are just, and, and girls are doing some amazing things. So I think we're in, in good hands. And I think the business about their, their capacity to speak now, um, it was really a thing where harness racing drivers or trainers, they weren't really exposed to the media the way for example, jockeys may have been. Um, there wasn't the platform for them to, uh, you know, speak publicly. Now, with the advent of a variety of streaming and, and, and podcasting and, and sky racing, they're getting the chance, they get a microphone put in their face, and a lot of the time they are so well-spoken and so informative, and I think that's been a big change in, in the sport. And it, it's, you know, with these young ones, it really portrays the sport in good light. And it's a big thing in all three codes too because they get into uh, the industry because they love the industry. It's not so much about uh, wanting to chat on, you know, Sky Sports Radio or, or Sky Channel or anything like that, so we appreciate their time. Mm, Freddie, talking about people stepping up to the plate, I know you're not feeling 100% today. You've done an outstanding job on, uh, on the pace as normal and you showed plenty of that enthusiasm. So well done to you as well for your professionalism. Bless you. Good on you. Have a good, uh, have a good morning and a good afternoon, everyone.